baddies. This is Nicole. This is Gene. And this is Daniel. And this is a podcast to, oh my gosh, magically, <laughs> magically disappoint your parents and get get Nicole choked up. <laughs> They're okay. They they persisted. <laughs> we are so excited, and we just can't hide it. I guess. <laughs> But we are excited. We have a, a celeb follower. Oh my god! Ah! Um, uh, we have a new follower at Peminology, mm-hmm. um, author of Pinai Power. Hello, welcome, and thank you, Melinda Luisa de Jesus. Hello, oh my god. Okay, Doctor, Doctor, yes. Doctor de Jesus. I mean, it, I'm so excited because, like, I think a lot of our base level work or like foundations came from you, and so thanks for seeing us here thank you we ain't publishing a book um we're not really successors we're just kind of we're students students yes 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 students of the way but also y'all help help melinda out and make some books out there (laughs) wait future collaborators okay (gasps) co-authors melinda if you want to be on the show maybe we can workshop it Um, let's hit up our check-in. Daniel, how Ooh. the hell are you? <laughs> um, it's been a whirlwind since, uh, like, the past few episodes. I I had to do a big boy decision. Mm. Um, I've decided to stay at my school. Okay. Um, but I'm truly using this year to, like, prepare for my next endeavor. Okay. Um, because everything just sucks right now. Fair enough. Um, in terms of like, like capitalism sucks right now. Mm-hmm. Um, education sucks right now. Mm-hmm. Um, even libraries are like, are under fire right now. Oh, that's yeah. true. Um, so it's kind of just like, let's just wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am still going to be focusing on like my passion of like becoming a librarian. So I'm taking classes in the spring. Okay. Um, I think for the past like two, three years, I was just afraid about like what my my workload is going to be like with classes. But at this point, I'm like, fuck the workload. I'm gonna go towards being a librarian. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I have to kind of relinquish some of my responsibilities at work and kind of just just let it be, mm-hmm. I'll let it be because I am. I'm tired, mm-hmm. and I just want to go for something that I want. Oh my god, is this burnout? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Something in me might like when you were saying that you're going back to school. I have like this '90s like saying like back to cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Gnarly. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy for you. Um, but I I've just been like feeling like bored. Mm. Kind of like at work, I'm kind of just like I I don't feel I I feel like I'm not growing. Yeah. I feel like I'm not fitting in with like with what like the school wants the the school to be like. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just like I think it's time for me to just one be okay with disappointing my employer mm-hmm. and two <laughs> magically sorry magically <laughs> and to also just magically continue disappointing my my employer. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm just tired. It'd be of, like that. Yeah. I'm tired of being a teacher, so I think it's time to just move on. Um, but I'm going to manifest a full-time gig yes. at the library, working with books, working with teens. Yes. Um, because that's, I think that's like, that's, that's like the heart of like the work that I like doing. Mm. Yes. But 
I think teaching has just kind of it's done. It's ran me. its course. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did get like a, a like casual tarot, uh, like tarot reading. Okay. A tarot. Tarot. Tarot, naman. <laughs> um, and here are the three cards, and okay. I think it's telling about like my situation. First card that that, that like was flipped were the cups. Ooh. Um, so the cups have to do with, I think, and from like what I've researched quickly, mm-hmm. um, it has to do with. Um, and if I'm wrong, please correct me. Yeah, in the dance. Um, yes. Uh, it has to do with, like, reading, like, reading yourself and kind of, like, basing off of your emotions. And mm-hmm. right now, my emotions are very, I'm burnt out. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even say that I'm depressed. Okay. Mm. Um, I am going to, I am looking for a therapist during fall break. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, one of my tasks this um, this break. Um so, like, I, I'm feeling that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's overflowing with just, like, I I need to find change. Yes. Um, my next card was the card that, like, kind of threw me off. It was the, the tower. Ooh. Um, I don't tower. I don't tower. No, for real, what is it? No, so, sorry. So, like, so, like, the card literally has a tower. And um, depending on, like, your, your deck of cards, like, of course, it's going to look different. But this, like, the, the, the card that was flipped for me, like, literally, it's like a brick tower. There are windows everywhere. There's fire coming out. There's a dragon, like, snaking oh around. There's, there's, like, people, like, looking out the windows because they're stuck on the tower. Apparently, that's just a, um, like, a moment where destruction needs to happen mm. for something to start anew. Mm. And I think that's like what I'm feeling in terms of like my my job right now at the school. I'm kind of just like I like I'm burnt out, and literally the tower is burning, and it, it's time it's time to just like let go. Um, the last one I think is um, kind of mysterious to me. Mm. I don't know what it truly means. The high priestess. Mm. Oh. Um, and. Siyuan. Ako siguro. So the high priestess, I guess, is. Just like reflection, learning, understanding, almost going back to like we we just talked about this word, the esoteric. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just like, am I? Is this really it? Like, am I going back to school? Mm-hmm. Is this what the, are these what the cards? Is this oh, what yeah, the cards cool. are telling? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like just learning again, right? And I think that's what I'm craving for. Mm-hmm. Like I want to learn. I think right now at the school, um, yeah, we're reading, like, stuff about, like, how to teach better and how to do this. But I'm kind of just, like, when I read this, I have more questions rather than, mm. rather than like, answers. Mm-hmm. I think what I need to do more is <clears throat> to learn more mm-hmm. rather than, oh, here's, like, here's some text for you to, like, apply to your classroom. Go. Like, that. that's not my style. Like, I have to learn it first and really like see like the different aspects before I dive deep right now it's just like it's just a piece of paper yeah but I'm very excited about that uh that my tarot card reading I want to see where it goes I'm excited yeah um, and yeah. Uh, um well okay so like you talk about 
like uh, folks giving you tools to teach quote unquote better or whatever like that's it's kind of limiting because that's only like one side of what informs your pedagogy (laughs) (laughs) right like there's got to be some institutional Mm -hmm. um, interventions to be made because it's Mm -hmm. not just like a direction of like if you do this you'll save more time it's like it's also how you're being treated and how, like, right. yeah, I'm going to start coughing again. It's fine. <coughs> and I also feel like the, a, lot of the, a lot of the literature that we're given as teachers, mm-hmm. um, like, I get it. Like, it does work. Mm-hmm. I get that. But does it work for our sets of students? Mm. Ooh, wow. That's the part I'm kind of just like, I, like, I get it. Like a lot of the a lot of the literature that we've read has to do with um, like at risk students. We also have at risk students, but are we just generalizing what at risk students are? Huh? What a nuance. Because um, huh. I mean, like I have like <laughs> I have students in my like AP literature class. They're considered at risks students, but they're still like high performing. But I feel like my school doesn't focus on those students and they get left behind. Mm -hmm. So then when I advocate for them, I get kind of slammed with, oh, you have to do this because this is how our school does things. And I'm like, I'm trying to focus on the students who are already here and want to be at the school and want to be successful. Why can we make them be more competitive in in like, you know, like the the market? But I feel like they're not letting me do that. Mm. And that's why I'm burnt out (laughs) and I will continue to disappoint. Because whatever at this point. I think that's for the sake of your health to disappoint others, you know? Snook baddies. Hey. Snook baddies. (laughs) Oh, and then my last check-in, I got um, some. Oh, I forgot. Maybe I could. Oh, maybe I'll uh, give some to your mom to give to you. And I'll give you some tomorrow, too. There's a solar eclipse tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, did you get glasses? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Um, So I think I have four glasses. So then I'll just. I'll, I'll That's really cool. Thank me. you. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much. Because yes. I was a little like worried about, am I gonna get some in time? <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, I mean, well, where do you get them? Like the library. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. The library's a wonderful place, guys. Yes. Yeah. Yay. If you sign into their emails, though, yeah. or if you sign up for their emails, it. I don't. Yeah. Not like you have enough to read anyway. I know. <laughs> Um, thanks for those tips and thanks for the future glasses. There's a really big event of it at, in Ely. There's like, well, you can see it best is in Ely, Nevada. Ooh. Yeah, I have friends who are going Wait, there. are we going to Ely? Road trip. Road trip. With our glasses. With, with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicole, how the hell are you? Well, let me tell y'all. I'm back from the south. Oh. There yeah. and back again. Yes. So I spent a couple of days in Alabama um, with my in-laws and my Wi-Fi. And um, I have Pasalubo. Wow. We're Pasa actually Lubo. in real time. Yes. We'll ASMR. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So Are we're we just. To open it? Yeah. Oh, it's just okay. like little stuff. But and if. Yeah. I'll, I'll let y'all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> White fudge. Wait. Uh, Bucky's. Is that what it's called? Yes. Know. It's like, uh, just... <laughs> Tell oh. the listeners. <laughs> uh, sorry. I'm just like, 
<laughs> I'm like moaning and groaning it's out here. Only fans all of a sudden. <laughs> um, we got some Bucky's B U C dash E E apostrophe S. Uh, this is it's a famous like gas station. Stuff? Yeah, wow. gas station, truck stop, um, department cute. store. Oh. <laughs> like Courtney and I has, got some chicken. Yeah, so it I has some everything. So um, I got um, y'all some white fudge beaver twists. Hopefully they're not too melted, but they are the fucking jam. I try to get them every time I go to a Bucky's. Wow, my life um, is so much better now. Bucky's is is wild. Wait, so are these beaver twists like the the bugles? Yeah, they're just oh, chocolate covered bugles. God damn! You haven't had them before? I've only had. The bugles, but I've never like bought these God, at Bucky's. Y'all have, have a eat y'all. One. It is so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if this were an MLM, I'd be all over it. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, they're hella good. They used to come in like like a uh, bigger packages, but I think like with the pandemic and like they had to scale down. Ooh, Dan- that salt and sweet is so good. <laughs> it's, it's, together. it's hella good. Mm. I'm glad y'all like it. Are we still recording? Because no, just <laughs> okay. So happy Pasalubungs. Thank you. You're very welcome. My life. Um, so we went out there uh, to see Janelle Monet <laughs> perform um, in Birmingham, uh, which was hella cool. And I kind of figured that this concert was gonna be the brownest and safest queer place, mm-hmm. or it would be like the safest place as a queer person of color that would be at that concert Mm. and for like the entire trip which I was pretty right like (laughs) I mean um I would say that this trip wasn't as racist as the last one that I took but Heather and I did talk about like how I wanted her to show up for me Mm. um I love this story yeah I don't know if y'all talk to your white partners about like when you go to um like really white like rural mm. America places, because it's like right, right, right. I don't. I hope they understand how how like um, how anxious mm-hmm. it it can be yeah. like to be in those spaces, and right. then like maybe they don't recognize when mm-hmm. something happens. Right, right, right. Um, but I think that's like a really important conversation to have with Great tip, your yeah. partner, and, and even like. <clears throat> Say not just as like having white partners, but having partners of other ethnicities. Like, eat, say that you like us as Filipinos have right. have like more leverage in a certain space, right? Or I'm just, I'm thinking about just like um, black folks and indigenous folks, like because right. I mean we we're settler. No, yeah, yeah. Like we're settlers here. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like we are oppressed, but we can also still be oppressed. Right. Anyway, <laughs> that was a detour. Um, Alabama was cool. Like, it was so cool out there. So it was kind of a bummer. Although, right, like, now it's cooled down. Mm -hmm. But to come back to, like, 90 degrees was a real bummer. Mm -hmm. Although I did not appreciate, like, my forehead broke out a lot while I was out there. Yeah. I was, was like, a teenager again. (laughs) But not, like, the fun part, you know? (laughs) Was it humid still? It was pretty humid, but... It was just like shocking to me because <laughs> I'm like, the kind where your pits like sweat. I mean, I'm sweaty anyway, oh, okay. but like, <laughs> and although okay, so we we had a Zoom meeting. Jean and I had oh, to go to a boy. Zoom thing for for class, and I was, I was sitting out 
I was sitting on the porch of Heather's parents' house with a sweet tea in my hand. Such a life. If I was in a rocking chair, it would have really like it would have completed the look. Optimal, yes. But um, I felt great in that moment. <laughs> and I was <laughs> crouched in a library cubicle. Wondering about these animations on this. Stop it. Um, I, okay, so we went and saw Janelle Monae. It was amazing. I did, however, shit my brains out for the first song. So I was at the porta potty for like the first song. I had a really good burger, but it was too greasy. Mm. And, you know, that's, it goes in and out. The body keeps the score. The body truly (laughs) keeps the score. Um, But, Amazing show. If you get the chance to see Janelle Monet, I highly recommend it. How were their outfits? Um, uh, it was just ass <laughs> the entire time. Ass. It was okay. amazing. And they sound just like really solid live. So guaranteed great performance. Um, I went, I spent a morning going at um, estate sale shopping with my father-in-law. Like we, That's like, so nice. bonded. It's really wholesome. <laughs> it surely was. So Heather and her mom ended up going to this festival, and like this, like a town festival. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to go, and I was like, "Well, let's go. Let's go hit up these estate sales." Especially since like I wanted to go back because you know stuff yeah. gets stuff gets cheaper the longer yes. the sale goes. Because okay. like Heather and I already hit it up like a couple days before. Yeah. So um, we went. And it was really cool, and it was really interesting to watch, like, older men of the South just, like, like strangers, like, become friends. Okay. Yeah. It was, like, it was really, really interesting. Yeah. Can you, like, do a, like, a role <clears throat> well, How does oh, it work? So Heather's dad was looking at this uh, attack. It's like a, a – it, like, cleans the floors. Mm-hmm. It's an attachment that you would put on, like, a water press, press – Pressurizer. Yes, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just like losing my words right now. Um, but so he looked at it and then put it back, and then someone came up behind him and took it and like snatched it. And Steve was like, <laughs> Steve was like, hey, I was gonna get that. And then that guy was like, you snooze, you lose. And then he's like, uh, and he goes, but hey, how big is your driveway? And then or like, where do you live? And they're just like going back and forth. Yeah, take down my number. I'll. I'll, oh I'll wash your, I'll pressure wash your, your driveway for like 20 bucks or whatever. Like they're just making friends like that. Oh my gosh. It's so. That's pretty fucking cool. That's like a sitcom in real life. Yeah. It, like it's very or whatever. like sociologically interesting. Yeah. But it's also like the, the Southern hospitality kind of a thing. Whoa. Yeah. It was really interesting. Um, and I think I'm still like favorite <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding it's like it's so easy <laughs> we should do a, a podcast episode of uh, our white father-in-law's no oh my god i don't know i don't no. think Steve, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it would it i think like we could dream about it yeah yeah, and yeah we'll see what happens but um yeah so we're back uh i oh i got this really cool shot dispenser so it's like Ooh. for the listeners it's this Round I saw that, yeah. this round glass thing mm. that has a it's like a brass plate yes. and then a pump <coughs> with a nozzle at the top and so you would put your shot glasses on the plate and, and then it, pump that, so it measures like the actual yes oh, that's so cool. and I knew that if I had seen this in Vegas it would probably be like 
easily two hundred dollars. I got it for twenty bucks. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was eighty bucks, and then I went on. Um, oh wait, did I get it for forty? I think I got it for forty. My math is bad, but still better than eighty. Better than a Vegas price because I feel like if you went downtown and found something like this, easily like two hundred dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get a bunch of other stuff, but doesn't matter um <laughs> but i miss it's fun but it's like i don't know how like i can't be out there for too long yeah because it's like there's a lot of white people where they live and so no thank you you made the most <laughs> i uh, made the most yeah, of that window of time yes um i'm sort of published uh you are wait this a-r-e is news to me. <gasps> okay so uh folklorist uh, extraordinaire at UNLV, Dr. Sheila Bach, um, book Claiming Space, Performing the Personal Through Decorated Mortarboards mm-hmm. was recently released on, was this, Utah State University Press? Anyway, I don't know if I ever talked about doing this research in during undergrad, but um, I got to help Dr. Bach uh, take data for uh, the research on decorated graduation caps. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was like me taking pictures at commencement and talking to graduates about their caps and getting them to explain, like, why they decorated it this way and whatever. And then um, uh, Brenda Cruz Gomez (laughs) and um, Claudia and I helped Dr. Bach um, co-curate a digital exhibit, which is basically, like, the research in a digitized form that mm-hmm. gets shown in the library yeah. at UNLV. Mm. Yeah. Um, but so I took a bunch of the, the cover is a photo that I took. Yeah. And so on the back, it says a photograph, cover photograph by Nicole Christina Espinosa. Thank you. <laughs> so can I ask you a cool. question about yeah. it? How does it feel to have done that work in the time of experiencing it and then to see this? Listen, it was it was like real um, full circle moment because I think when I was learning about because I completely forgot that like I didn't completely forget that I did this, but I forgot that it was like like that the book was coming out and stuff. So it was it came at a very serendipitous time because I was just so frustrated with this program I kind of still am frustrated with this program and just the way that um like some professors are just doing the least in terms of like treating students and other faculty as like human beings um or like doing their diligence to learn new and relevant like techniques and information in the like mental health right. profession. Um, it's kind of sad that like like my undergraduate experience like really set the bar high, but it like wasn't really setting it too high. It was just basic decency. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like you know, like no one's perfect, but I had a really good experience mm-hmm. with these professors. And so I think, like, seeing this book come out and reading about my own uh, <laughs> graduation cap in here and, and seeing my friend's caps in here, it was, like, it just reminded me of how, how much I did in undergrad and how, like, yeah, um, 
I do, I belong in this program and maybe the program doesn't deserve me or doesn't deserve like me and Jean, but like what we deserve to be there and we like deserve a quality education. Right. Mm -hmm. Last I checked, it was minority serving. I guess. (laughs) Minority, like, what is it? Model minority serving? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so to like read all of it, like to see this and and also um, Evangeline Aguas, who um, interviewed me for Mm -hmm. their dissertation on like queer time. Yes. And their book is coming out. Oh my God. Yeah, so their whole dissertation on, like, queer time and, like, media and stuff is turning into a book. Or, like, I think it's being, it's uh, getting published in 2024. So, like, I just forgot that, like, I have cool stuff to say sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like. part of great things. Yeah. Great projects. (sighs) Hashtag never forget. Hashtag for real. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Um, But that's, that's my update. Thank you for for sharing. A little long-winded, but ain't that academia, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have author friends. Hey, oh you do. Put us in your library. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, my update is I had the opportunity to watch two Aces Finals games, which I was like, I I can't and I won't um, because I was just co- overly consumed with UNLV things, school, and work. So I got to live my um, best kid life by going to the game and you know, I just feel like really fortunate to be in a time where like the WNBA is existing mm-hmm. and that you know because back in the day it was just Lola Bunny and like and Space Jam that was representation for me or even like just you would have to wait for the Summer Olympics yes. to see Team USA yes 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 that's a great point um, and so yeah and even when in the early years of when the WNBA was in an inception I would cry when <laughs> because I'd Aww. just be like really full of tears of joy because I'm just kind of like I will tell you, I used to rewind the Space Jam tape just to see Lola Bunny, like, kick ass. <laughs> she was, like, a legitimately good player in Looney Tunes. It's so silly in a good way. And so, yeah, I just feel so emotional and in awe. Like, um, I think the first time I even went with a game uh, with Nicole, I was just, like, crying. I cried in the, like, first three minutes of the game, and I, would, I was, like, trying to Were look. you really? I was. Oh, my God. I'm getting better at it, but I just no, was, like, really, cry. yeah, I really feel Let like. out. So I just love it so much, and I really feel like that's real basketball versus other stuff. But <laughs> just saying, um, real basketball to me, let me define that, is just like uh, a cooperative team, and so it'd be it'd be like that. Anywho, um, so yeah, I just feel really fortunate. So thanks to uh, the Heather Goodlett and Espinosa household. Listen. So we missed a game one because we were out of town. Yes. So I just we gave our tickets to Jean. And my mom, okay, and my mom loves basketball. I didn't realize that, but it led her into storytelling about how she fell in love with my aunt. So, <gasps> yeah, write that shit down. Oh my god. Okay, I I know I shouldn't be telling my mom, but here we are. So yeah, she was talking. I'm like, how did you know you were together? Or like, how did you know you liked each other? She's like, strong eye contact. And I'm like, referral. That was it. Like, mm. <laughs> um, but there was a point where like, cause she was she's two years older than my aunt, and um, they kind of co- lost contact when they were in college. And my mom, before meeting my dad, used to sit outside of my aunt's college and eat lunch by herself, hoping to run into my aunt. Oh, your mama a simp. Yeah. But here's a sim story about um, <laughs> about Mayette. So when my mom 
would have to take the jeepney home. Um, Mayette would walk her or bike along her as she walked to the jeepney where she would get picked up. And then once my mom got into the jeepney, Mayette would bicycle behind the jeepney just to spend a little bit more time. Oh my god. That's better than the notebook, don't you think? Um, okay, we're gonna make this graphic novel. <laughs> we have to now! <laughs> Sorry. FTG. <laughs> but first book in the library. Right. <laughs> the, uh, that's all you need. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was so beautiful. Um, basketball brought that out! Hey yo! Go Gases. Gases! Um, <laughs> um, uh, new other update. I had a really good uh, interview up about really good potential employment uh, working in the prison uh, prison, prison system for women um, and teaching them comics. <gasps> mm-hmm. So they're going to put me in the catalog and see if we get any people enrolling, and then I'll be officially doing that in the fall so we'll see oh my god honestly okay let me tell you about this conversation he asked me like you seem more passionate about teaching than counseling and i said yeah because uh i care about the subject matter but also because like i like it when people are kind of like blank slate when they don't know anything and i don't i articulate it's been really hard teaching college because like i feel like i'm combating a level of privilege with the knowledge I'm trying to share versus mm. people who are like, hey, like we need this for all like Maslow's hierarchy of needs for communication, for expression and all this stuff. So like, um, yeah, but I, that matters more to me. And I feel like we connected really well about it. So fingers, fingers crossed, crossed, you know. <laughs> and um, last update is that I'm in a season of my life, maybe the tower moment, of like being okay with disappointing people, even if it's not my intention, because of a literal physical limitation on my part. Like, I just, you know, maybe I'm like really too fucking tired to appease people. So I'm just, I'm just being okay with that. Um, and I'm honoring that I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I actually slept while being like, well, okay, I didn't like that post or text an apology you know because it's just like i'm just tired man wait a minute what like folks are getting upset with you yeah i think you saw passive passive sure yeah i definitely saw that but like yeah people uh, just making it like and it's like you know i i think i'll wake up every day with good intentions um and if it gets lost in translation i think it's okay but sorry and also not sorry because i think we're all gonna be okay yeah i know i am yeah for sure like the world does not it's not like a world crumbling thing. Yeah. yeah. When something like little, I'm being very vague. Yeah. <laughs> we all are, the listeners are like, "What the fuck's going on?" Um, but anyway, I think it's. I think I'm saying this to be broad for our audience, in case you're like, I don't know, second guessing, like all these things. Like sometimes, just let the day end and just start anew, instead of losing sleep over exchanges and. DMs. Okay. <laughs> Jean, can I ask a follow-up yes, question? Yes, go ahead. Because um, this is, like, related to, like, the tower moment. Oh, yeah. Um, when did you see the light? Okay. Where you're kind of just like, yeah, I'm going to disappoint people. Yes. Okay, so I – let me go back to the game. So the second game, I was like, no, 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 because, like, I don't know if I'm going to get paid <laughs> for jobs, you know, or whatever, this pending pay. So I was like – I told Koi, as a family, we can't put money to this game. And he's like, no, like, let's go to the game. And so Aww. we go. And I, for- I forgot all my troubles. I was having a rough day. Mm-hmm. I forgot all my troubles. I was smiling, eating uh, pizza that wasn't the free pizza. But <laughs> and 
I was like, man, this, I get to have this. I get to feel a win. I get to be inspired by, you know, people coming up. I'm really inspired by the aces, like just like coming up and showing up and showing out. And I was just like, I want to feel this way. And then, so I get a message on the way home and I'm like, no, I'm not going to give them that too. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to, I've already spent probably 13 hours of this day feeling sad and I get to have that two hour window of happiness. I'm going to choose happiness. And so that's why I think the light came in for me. That's a great question. Next. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, the details will be in the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for sharing y'all. Um, why are we even here today? Ooh, tell us. We're talking about Salem Moon. So, um, uh, anime was a big part of our collective childhood as Filipino Americans and as Asian Americans. Sailor Moon is iconic, and we know that our listeners stand. <laughs> uh, so, what makes this anime so pivotal? So pivotal in shaping '90s kids um, in our community. Today, tonight, whenever, we're going <laughs> to reminisce um, about the deeper layers that led to a more intellectual awakening as adults, especially with its queer and feminist under-overtones. Let me begin <laughs> by saying that, like, I do not remember a lot. <laughs> That's why. No, same. same. <laughs> From this time in my adolescence. <laughs> um particularly about Sailor Moon. Okay. So, caveat. Welcome to my show. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel like that, like, that paves the way for, like, or, like, today, mm-hmm. um, there's, like, a, there's a, pa- like, there's a paved way for us to kind of, like, relive that nostalgia. Absolutely. Oh, Especially yeah. that, like, Sailor Moon is popular again. Yes. yes. Don't go, don't jump too far. I'm oh, so sorry. Also, <laughs> I want to add, uh, other than just intellectual awakening, I'd like to add sexual awakening. Yes! going to be ringtones on the Patreon. Um, let me ask, what is your first introduction to Sailor Moon? Nicole? So like I was saying, I don't remember a lot, <laughs> but I remember it being on after school on whatever the WB was at the time. <laughs> um, and I think the girlies around my same age were into it, mm-hmm. especially the Filipinas, were really into it. Um, and so I, I had to check it out. Mm-hmm. Also because I think, like, one of my classmates had just moved to the United States, so, like, had oh, stuff. Sh- mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the stuff. Yeah, like, uh, stickers and stuff. And so I also remember that my cousin Sandra like, really loved twirling (gasps) at the same time as, like, it would, as Serena would, that's her name, right? Serena uh would twirl on TV, and that's, and I remember seeing her, like, just drawings. I, like, my cousin's a full-grown adult now, like, engaged to be married, (laughs) has, has a degree, is, and so it was, it's, it's a funny memory to, to picture her like that. Man, I can tell you there was a lot of other twirling around the world. <laughs> Absolutely. You should uh, do a like a, a private social experiment. Just play Sailor Moon and see what your uh, what your cousin does. <laughs> oh my god, that would be hilarious. Daniel, um, for me, also like an after school thing, but I watched it in the 
Philippines. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! You so got it, it first. Was dubbed Filipino. <gasps> How um, interesting. And I mean, like I was, I was young. This was like before, like I moved to America. So like between like kindergarten to third ish grade. So I don't really remember a lot, but I do remember that every Thursday. Um, I know it's Thursday because it was a uh, gym clothes day okay. for like for our school. And after school, of course, like my mom would, uh, my mom actually would stay at the school. She doesn't oh. know how to drive. Yeah. Um, and all of her like other siblings are like off doing like their own jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, so she would stay at the school. So then like after school, I would go to like my mom and then like we'd, we'd uh, like ride the jeepney home mm-hmm. um, or sometimes like a tricycle home. And the first thing I do is literally turn on Sailor Moon. Um, and because I was in very comfortable clothing, I wasn't in, like, a uniform. I was mm-hmm. just in, like, gym, like, well, it's a gym uniform. So it's just, like, a, a white T-shirt yeah. with, like, the school logo and, like, Sweat sweats. shorts. Yeah. Sweat, uh, I think, Pants? like, at that point, because I was in second grade, we were wearing, like, sweats. Mm-hmm. If we were in kindergarten, we were wearing, like, short shorts. Mm. Um, but I do remember... Whenever that theme song would play, yeah, um, and like the opening sequence, hell yeah, my legs are like up like this. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, and, like, jumping in the sky, <laughs> yeah, and and I didn't know I was gay then. <laughs> Everyone but else, your mama did. <laughs> I will say for me, my first introduction to Sailor Moon was my neighbor Claire. She used to invite us all over to her house after school to watch Sailor Moon because my parents never let anyone in our house. They were just like, so I'm like, yay, let me go (laughs) fuck around in this other house. Um, So growing up, we literally had the same amount of girls as there are amount of Sailor Scouts, so five and five, <laughs> in our neighborhood. So it was, like, easy to be a fan because each one of us got to have, like, sure. a favorite. Sure. And I realized that's a trend in the 90s, which is, like, Spice Girls. Like, each one of us had a Spice Girl. Yes. Each one of us had NSYNC, yes. five Backstreet Boys. And I will say, when it came to 98 Degrees, we were very confused. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, one Did someone sh- have to share? <laughs> yes, and it was fucking weird. Also, really mean. Sorry, shall we? We always gave you the least favorite. Stop! <laughs> Karma did her well. She's a gorgeous human being. <laughs> so you're saying she was ugly back then? Is that. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth. Um, do y'all have any favorite Sailor Moon moments? <laughs> meow moments. Meow moments. Um, okay, so. This really fucked me up, okay? Because, okay, let me tell you, in Guam, you should get everything two weeks later. So, like, MTV Movie Awards was, like, two weeks later, okay? So, like, even getting the season finale of Sailor Moon, like, we all gathered in. And it's, okay, it's when, I don't know if anyone remembers this, but I'm sure maybe you will when I say it, is, like, they're battling Queen Barrel, and they, like, they walk into, I think, like, a movie theater or the arcade or whatever, and, like, then it's suddenly, like, Alaska. It's, like, snowy and, like, windstorm. Anyway, they have to get to Queen Barrel, but every time they come up with one of these, like, death fairies, Mm. like, one of them dies. And each one of them's like, I really, you're, you know, you can keep going, Sailor Moon, and you might, like, die and stuff. And they, like, die, like, very tentacly deaths, okay? Like, they just be grabbing them, and their skirt be folded in a way where it's like, any closer, and a panty's gonna peep out you know what I mean and I didn't realize at the time until I rewatched it I was like okay wow we are just sexual sexual <laughs> all the way 
Um, and so, yeah, she gets to the end and she's like queen bear and she's like super tiny. And then she transforms into that like little Sailor Mooney dress or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or her queen or like princess Seren- or whatever dress. Anyway, so queen bear is ginormous. She is Godzilla size. And Sam's <laughs> on this little icicle and she's like, I'm going to defeat you. Like, <laughs> you know, and I was arguing like Sam was probably one of the weaker bees on there, even though she always has the final move. Anyway. Each one of that's a whole ass paper right there. Right. Each one of her ghost scouts come and like hold her hand and hold this like scepter, and they defeat Queen Bear. And you're like, wow, yay! The power of friendship. Yeah, power of friendship. And then they go, they basically get reincarnated. Like it starts a new day, and they don't know each other. And I'm like, no! Spoiler alert. Just kidding. I know. So that used to fuck me up because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're. They're gonna power through his friends, but no, they just back to swear when they don't know each other. What a nightmare, really. That's like a lot for a right for children's, what for <laughs> children's trauma television show. Yeah, <laughs> and sexual. Right. Very sexual. <laughs> Speaking of, I <laughs> I feel like I'm mixing animes in my head because I also use. Um, are y'all familiar with, um, what is it called? Fushigi-yugi? Oh, I've heard of fushigi But it's, like, similar-ish. It's, it's similar-ish in the sense that, like, it's a female protagonist yes. with, like, a cohort of people mm-hmm. kind of just, like, helping her out. Kind of like Serena and, like, yeah, yeah. everyone else. Um, but I feel like the male romantic partner, and here's where the gay comes out. Um, <laughs> the, the male romantic partner, um, and I'm pretty sure it's like uh the mask dude what's his yeah. name again? tuxedo mask tuxedo mask i'm pretty sure um or it might not it might be tamahome i don't know <laughs> but um didn't he die who tuxedo Tuxino? mask or like he like, like t- close to death yes he's always dying tell me if i'm wrong well isn't that his thing is that he he just shows up and does fucking nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that, like, that's his thing <laughs> but i'm just like for some reason i just i see Tuxedo mask, like, in, like, Serena's arms. Yes, yes, yes. Yes! That's, okay. like, yeah, like, that's when they get the crystal out of her. Because she's like, oh, you're dying. Because he's chasing the crystal, and she's the fucking crystal. Ugh. Oh. Just, like, oh. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. The obvious is in the 90s, right? Like, the, it's literally the person, but they're like, I don't fucking know. I, who could it be? And, like, my brother used to sit behind me in the living room. He's like, the same hair. They had the same hair. Like, it's, no one else has the buns. Like, they still don't fucking know. It's a disguise of superheroes. For sure. It's like a Clark Kent with no glasses. Like, God but damn. full face. Oh, my God. Not, that's not necessarily my favorite moment, but that's, like, the thing that I'm, like, what the fuck? Like, it, it was that actually Sailor Moon? <laughs> wow, are we going to do a rewatch? Yes. Mm. Oh, wait, we're, do you know where we can watch? I don't know. Hulu. I thought on? they were on Hulu. Yeah. Is it Hulu? Okay, great. Wow. Or the library. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's <sighs> good times. Anyway, Nicole? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't remember shit. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, all right. So, what if, what about this question? Uh, favorite Sailor Scout? Okay, so my favorite Sailor Scout was Sailor Mercury because I loved her hair. Wait, is that the blue? Yes. The mm-hmm. short blue. The Sailor Mercury hair right oh, now. <laughs> literally, literally, am I wrong though? It's like spling the same way. I'm having hair ending. I feel like my hair is yes. curly hair. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh okay. my god. I still have uh, the blue, squir- blue skirt that I wore as uh, Tina Belcher. Oh my god. You need to. Okay. Sailor Mercury for Let's Halloween. Go. That's Let's you. fucking go. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, so I really loved her because of her hair, and I was even contemplating cutting my hair that way. And then my friend Claire was like, no, I liked her first. And I was like, okay. So the Sailor Scout left with Sailor Moon. Um, and frankly, at, over time, I was like, okay, you know what? I can get with how clumsy and, like, she's a leader and she cares about people. I can get behind that. And so I so I went, I was, like, Sailor Moon on the way. And so when Koi watched Sailor Moon uh, with me, he was like, oh, this explains a lot. Like, <laughs> so, like, subliminal messaging because it's just, like, there was a there's a scene where she's like eating and stuff, mm-hmm. and her friends are like, "Can you like we're trying to have a meeting and you're like eating," and Koi's like, "I swear you've had this moment at a plot twist meeting like <laughs> where they're like, all right, Jean, are you done?" I'm like, "No." So rude. Cartoons really rot the mind in a good way. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, who's that? Who's that baby with the pink hair? Oh my gosh. What's her name again? Uh, Sailor Chibi. Yeah, yeah, Sailor Chibi, Chibi Moon or whatever. Is that. Is it Chibi or Baby Moon? Moon? Princess Moon? <laughs> who, like, who was she? She, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. no, no, no. I actually, like, I'm also not quite sure, but, like, a part of me wants to say that's Sailor Moon's and Mask. Yes. Uh, the Tuxedo Mask's daughter. Yes. Oh, like, a reincarnated. Right. Okay. But there'd be some Freud and Slap stuff up in here because she was always trying to get tuxedo mask attention okay well and there, there was even a point where she got to grow up into like a sexy black outfit and she's like tuxedo mask is mine and i was like wait what's happening i i don't like where this is going <laughs> I know. what is what was that oedipus yeah <laughs> this is some freudian freudian stuff Ugh. i she was like really annoying she's, right but she was cool when she was a little kid yeah because she was like she kind of saved the day with that little, like, cat ball. It would be bouncing around. That's also um, Vince's favorite because sometimes when shit really goes wrong, she just, like, busts out. <laughs> She's like, all right, stop playing. And then everyone's like, oh, shit, okay. I just remember having – okay, so, like, like I said, a friend of mine, like, immigrated in the sixth grade to the United States. Yeah. And so she, like, had shit. And she gave me some, like, holograph Ooh. or hologram, like, trading cards. Mm-hmm. And I remember using one of those cards as, like, one of my projects in my art class in high school. <laughs> I wonder oh if gosh. I still have that picture. So cute. But, yeah, she's annoying. I like her. So so it is Sailor Moon's and Tuxedo Mask's daughter. Yes. But then, like, but then... How are they almost the same age? Or, oh. You know what I mean? Okay, she came from the future. Okay. Because she was trying to warn them on some shit, but then she was, like, enamored with, like... <laughs> like that ancient the, man? The, the present. <laughs> God. And it's like, wait, that's gonna be your daddy. Stop! <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> oh, that, 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 like, harks back, like, freaking um, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, like, Trunks comes from, like, the future. And I'm like... <laughs> This is so strange. How do you even come from the future? It's called a time machine. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> Cartoons have no rules. They don't. Oh, my... For me. Um, I'm going to say this with a lot of humility <laughs> and also maybe full-on narcissism. Okay. Um, Sailor Moon. Yes! <laughs> uh, I think, like... I think yes. it has to do with the fact that she's just, like... 
like she's graceful. I mean, yeah. every all of them are graceful, but like she's the protagonist. Yes, mm. yes like yes. she's the the main star. Even if kind of like what Jean says, she's the weak one. Yeah. But like she's the like she's the central person. Mm-hmm. Um, I really resonated with that because I was just like, yeah, I'm a I'm a power, powerful bee. Like yeah. I will make that happen. Um, but then also, uh, she got the handsome man. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's it. That's, that's it. true. I used to like look at pictures of like does this person look daring in real life like what would be my live action casting as a little kid you know there's got to be a whole generation of like kids born in like the early 2000s named darian yeah 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 yeah. There's for gotta sure be. for gotta sure be. let me check my floppy disk i'm pretty sure someone that i went to school with probably named their son darian i, mean, I digress i had <laughs> a nephew named darian um good times all right if you can name what sailor scout you think most actually represents you and do you have any guesses who the other bbs would be i think we said that daniel is sailor mercury for sure for the hair for the hair i honestly don't remember uh isn't there like a butch one with like long hair jupiter no it's the gay one okay jupiter in the japanese version is like she has some butch tendencies but they censored that mm-hmm. but um Uranus and Neptune. Uranus is the more they, butch one. She like races cars and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but you have Neptune's hair, which is her boo. Okay. Yeah. So you're like an amalgamation of them. Neptune. You're their baby from the future. <laughs> I do. You know what? Listen, my mom has been trying to get me to dye my hair moss green. Okay, that's it. It's not going to happen. That's a lot of upkeep, but... Maybe it's meant to be. <laughs> Sounds like a Halloween project out here. <laughs> uh, read my tarot cards. Okay. To who am I? Okay, Daniel for sure. Yes, he has a Sailor Mer- Mercury aesthetic, but he really has both Luna and Artemis's internal compass. <laughs> because he, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, the Sailor Scouts be fucking around. They're either like, sure. they're like fucking in school, sure. they're like, Fucking with like a uh, demon or whatever, but Artemis, <laughs> Artemis and Luna be running up and be like, "Hey, hey, hey stop that shit! Get it together! Get it together!" <laughs> and you know they be in the middle of a fight. I was like, "Who the fuck be hitting these cats?" <laughs> 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 you know, you know. Okay, there's actually a sailor. Sorry, tangent, but there's actually a standalone Sailor Moon movie where Luna falls in love with a human man. <gasps> It's really cute. So she, like, visits this tower every day because he's, like, an astrologist or whatever. And this blonde man? Yes. (laughs) She be looking at him. And she's like, what are these feelings? That's Cody and Daniel. Dude, Cody loves space. (laughs) I'm living a Sailor Moon narrative right now. Then Luna be like, sorry, spoilers, but Luna be like, if only I could spend one day being a human. Right. Yeah. It was so cute. It was so cute. And, you know, Artemis be like, where you going? (laughs) Where are you? That pussy get (laughs) ate. My face hurts. Um, Yeah, that's my read on you. Nicole is future baby of Uranus and Neptune. (laughs) And you, Luna. um, I think we kind of talked about this a little bit. But, like, why do you think that Sailor Moon was just so important and integral to, like, 
Filipinas and, and just like Asian American upbringing in this like particular time? Mm. Well, I'll I'll take a stab at that. So, oh shit, did we say who you were? Oh no, I mean you are Sailor Moon too, because you are a leader, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did really love Jupiter one because I love the green and pink situation. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, why did she get rose earrings? Like everyone got like a dot and shit or whatever, but she got like. Cool she, shit. She's a fashion queen. She is. Plus, she never gets the guy because they're always like, you're too manly and you cook. Like, you can't be both. And that's fucked up. But that really had a feminist awakening for me. I was like, why can't she have it all? She can have it all. She do have it all. She should date herself. Honestly, that's the best. If you yeah. don't love yourself. <laughs> time, time to write a fanfic about it. Um, Insert Jean fanfic. <laughs> Um, so the integral part of why this ties into our culture um, is I just thought it was really cool that uh, this cartoon about Japanese girls meant like, oh, shit, like, could this happen in the Philippines or Guam? Like, mm-hmm. they really be doing a thing? Like, I didn't see, besides Mulan, I didn't see no Asian representation. Mm-hmm. So that was really fucking cool to me at the time. And, like, in a way where I'm like, this is my life. It's this entire cartoon. Anime. The the chaos. The chaos. The ancient men. The pre- the, <laughs> the predictable uh, storyline. Mm-hmm. The love triangles. The theme song. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, like the more I think about this, like I just realized too that, like we we were able to see queerness on TV. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Without, I mean, like I mean, at least for me, like I was so young that I didn't understand it, and I just accepted it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was just like, cool, yeah, those two Sailor Scouts are probably banging. Yeah. But, like, I didn't I didn't necessarily, like, question anything about it. Kind of just like it's a almost like a utopian mm. experience. Right, especially in the advent of, like, all these, the banning of queer mm-hmm. anything. And also, like, in a very <laughs> Catholic country. Yes. They didn't know what was going on. They probably just uh, <laughs> liked that it was, like, a little sexy yeah. and didn't get any, like, queer vibes from it. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they were they were uniforms, too, so it's fine. <laughs> well, they they're all just, wear uniforms. They're just schoolgirls. <laughs> okay, question. In the Philippines, yeah. were Neptune and Uranus cousins or were they lovers? Because in Japan, they're lovers. They're cousins. Okay, so the censorship also. Mm. Okay. Mm. I'm going to double down, yeah, like, on what Jean was saying, that this was really the only, like, Asian girly uh, stuff that was on TV that wasn't on cable. That's true. It wasn't Um, on cable. Like, in that time. So it was, like, it was kind of underground but popular at the same time. I guess it was, like, niche, like, just popular amongst a very certain demographic. (laughs) Um, And so it is... And like we, you were saying, Daniel, it is like really cool that as adults, there's all this sailor merch mm-hmm. that we, like there's T-shirts at Target. Like that's mm-hmm. so mainstream. And that dream. we as adults can use our own money to go buy the stuff that we wish we had Ugh. as youngsters. It's like we're reliving our childhood. It's yeah. it is a capitalistic inner tween. Yeah. <laughs> or, but no, it's like it's, it's cool. Like I, yeah. If I see Sailor Moon stuff at Target, I'm you know there's like a ninety nine percent chance that I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. So, 
Someone's making good decision making up there. Yeah. Honestly, because like I, I have distinct memories of visiting the Philippines and being like, Mom, can I get this seat? I mean, she's like, no. And I'm like, no. But this is yeah. the one time. This is when it's really cool because as I aged and went to the Philippines, they were they were no longer ex- like there. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I still think about that one stand on the first floor of like that mall and be like, what could have been? Right. <laughs> I yeah, I got some bootleg stuff in a in a bulk buying box once. And it's like And it was like it was great. Right? It was great. Sailor's Sun. um to go back to your point about um because you mentioned like other than mulan uh, other than like mulan like uh sailor moon is the only like japanese um or like asian representation um now i'm thinking too like the era of anime then i don't think there were any other or at least from like from my recollection any other girl centric Mm -mm. um there was Card Captor like Sakura, but it was like much later. Mm. Yeah, because like, I'm thinking like Dragon Ball Z, like male protagonist with male, um, like other like other right. side. Right, and there's characters. a lot of male gaze yeah. shots in there. Yes, yeah. I guess the closest would be Ranma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Ranma. yeah, yeah. And but I guess that's, that's more also like que- that's queer. queer. That's hella queer. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I just love how it's cold water and hot water that changes. <laughs> Um, okay. Any fun facts about Sailor Moon? I just know that it was, like, gayer yeah. outside of yeah. the United States. Yeah. You know what? Good on the creator. Uh, what was her name? Oopsies. Oops. Oh, <laughs> Na- Naoko Takuchi for, like, <laughs> I probably butchered that. Um, but, like, that she really be writing these stories. But I think it's... Queer literature, especially in manga today and, like, now, like, it's always been really, like, queer welcoming in terms mm. of, like, they will make stories about that. Um, so they're a little bit ahead on that. Um, here's some findings I found. <laughs> <clears throat> so um, there's three reasons why Usagi feels chubby but actually isn't. So it's really important. I mean, like, right, we're talking about representation, but representation in a way that's not perfect. Um, so Usagi, it's called lipophobia. Mm. Um, simply put, Usagi's obsessed with her weight and between what she eats and her race as a school. She likely started the series slightly over it, but not chubby or fat. But And her both her obsession and the fact Japanese society share it to make her feel fat. So, like, mm. you know, a cultural value came through or stigma. Um <clears throat> That was a thing. That was a theme in the entire cartoon, and even when they did the revamp Crystal series, they made them even thinner. Mm. Um, and I just couldn't watch it because I was like, I like, I'm old enough now to not really like this. You know what yeah. I mean? Even though I'm like, there is my base storyline, but it had a lot less humor too. Um, Monaco. Oh yeah, that's the inner. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> also, in another fun fact. When it comes to uh, Sailor Moon, she's interpreted as bisexual mm. due to the fact that she experiences romantic attraction to other genders while in a romantic relationship with Darian. Hmm. Interesting. I am I'm doing a really quick mm-hmm. uh, library search. God damn it. While Sorry. Do it's that. like two, you know, this fucking, what's it called? Like double. I know. The what is it? Authentication. authentication. Yeah. Ugh. While you're looking that up. <laughs> I would say from my memory that Darian was always like school schoolboy bully flirt. Yeah. But like right. when it came to um, Sailor Uranus and that starlight, they were like trying to romance her in a way where it's like sincere, genuine, mm. 
full of attention. It wasn't like, hey, hey, dumb meatball head. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> meatball head. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm glad she explored her other options, right? Good for her. <laughs> is, um, is, I might be, like, mixing my, my animes again. Um, Nelenia, is she in Sailor Moon I villain? Yes, yes. Nelenia. Yes, yes! Okay. okay, I'm glad you're bringing this up. Okay, so, one, she's my favorite villain. Yes. Uh, <laughs> because she's just jamming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love her. Um, but also, I don't know, like, there's something glamorous about, like, how villainous she is. I mean, that's, like, all villains are just like, All the villains were sexy. Campy. Yeah, very campy. Yeah. I think that's, like, also, like, another part of just, like, hmm. Um, and then there is a drag race queen. <gasps> I'm trying to remember which season she is from, or which country she's from. Uh, Spain? Um, but there's a drag race queen named Nahelenia, and I think I just made a connection. Okay. Okay. But you know what? You make a good point because most of the villains or whatnot, because they had racier outfits in the scouts, mm-hmm. they could be great drag queen ideas. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, aesthetically, like, they were bold and they were, like, wearing all types of things. Um, but you also, the, in the first season, there were these two, they made one of them, uh, one of the villains, a woman. It was the, it was or one of the men, a woman, blonde, but they actually had a gay relationship. Oh. Uh, like, and something, Sailor Moon fans are like, get the names right. <laughs> but, like, there was, like, but they made them a straight couple when they were originally in the first two season. Men. Two men. Interesting. Mm. <sighs> I do have to rewatch this. Wow. Reminds me of the anti-gayness of the 90s. <laughs> I'm going into a rabbit hole, so I'm going to stop. Because <laughs> I, ju- I just saw this one called this one article called The Queer Glow-Up of Hero Sword Legacies in She-Ra, Korra, and Sailor Moon. Ooh. So I'm going to... I mean, I'm like, I want to yes, read Yes, this is by Diana Burgos. Also, really, really great. Uh, they actually... That's a great topic. They they all yeah. tie in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited I'm, This is making me love, uh, like... Media studies again. Yes. I, I was going to say, Nicole, could you send me like the PDF of it? Because I don't have access. But wait, I work for Nevada State. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have much. access to databases again. You sure Get do. That. Get oh. all of them PDFs. Um, any other PDFs for everyone. I don't... <laughs> any other fun facts about Sailor Moon? Or should we move on to the next one? That was, I mean, it was gr- that was a great show. Period. Um, what is something you wish could have happened on the show, Nicole? <coughs> <laughs> so giant. Okay, so not what I wish happened on the show, but what I wished was that I I wish that I stole Allison's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, because I I just cannot get over this so this airbrushed. Sailor Moon, like, baggy jean jacket. It's just so it's badass. And I want to steal it. I mean, I'm not going to steal it because that's rude. I, I'll go get one made somewhere, right? <laughs> I'll have jean make it for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like the Pinterest fail version of it. <laughs> no. Um, I will say, here's my list of grievances, everyone. <laughs> Number one, tuxedo mask. I wish you had a longer shirt. You don't like a crop top? His pants were too high. Oh, okay. I feel like that was like the... Oh, yeah, it was a 90s look. That was the 90s That was the look. Um, Moonlight Night, which is his alter ego. I just need you to have a better sword. That was tiny. It was a knife. Oh, my gosh. Jean is a size queen. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I mean, if we're going, like, if we're going Oedipal there. (laughs) Um, Number three, Andrew in the arcade. Why does he never get a day off? Mm. He could have <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> I just thought about like, like I just like a brief flashback of like that <laughs> character. Okay, but like he could have gotten with whoever, like Jupiter or like freaking Sailing Moon. If he had a day off to do things, okay. The this, arcade is not that busy, y'all. This this moon moon night moonlight night is kind of racist. Also, it really oh, is. Like. like Get a grip, y'all. Pull it together. Do better. Um, <sighs> number four, Chad, who works in the temple with uh, Santa Mars's grandpa. Why can't we ever see your eyes? Do you have eyes? <laughs> let's, let's check Google search. Google image search. Um, and this leads to my conclusion that the men in this show are so weird. <laughs> Oh my god, it's because he has bangs. <laughs> Maybe I'm Chad. Oh, hey! Oh, yeah! I don't want a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are the parts that I have issues with. I, I low-key wish that um, Tuxedo Mask is shirtless more often. <laughs> um, I he think, had one shirtless. I though. think there is, you could probably find that on Pornhub. Oh, for, for sure. Yeah. And if for not, sure. get, get it together, Pornhub. Make it happen. Um, <laughs> also, I mean, I mean, it's nice to see like Tuxedo Mask be, I would say, um, more um, feminine looking. Ooh. Or not, no, that's not or the right word. Androgynous? More androgynous. Mm. Like very, yeah, like a yeah. softer... Right. Like uh, animation or like animation style for like a man. Like it's not very Dragon Ball Z where it's like yeah. bulking muscles. Okay. Um, but at the same time, it's like, what if, what if Tuxedo Mask was a beefcake? Okay. You know what I mean? Hmm. He had good shoulders. Hmm. But also, he was much older. True. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. He was in college and she's 13. Yeah. And when I was like, oh, I think yeah. I was 10 watching and I was like, yeah, this makes sense. But when I was finally 13, no. I was like, wait a minute. No. <laughs> Age appropriate. And he always seems so tall. Literally. And she's the shortest, isn't she? I don't know, but he trying to play games with him and Mars. This, you know what I mean? <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> this, the Sailor Moons out there, Sailor Scouts. <laughs> the Sailor fans. Let us know. Please advise. Adjudicate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. All right. That was a a heated non debate about <laughs> <laughs> let's, it. Let's move into Rex. Yes. Daniel. Um, I'll start with uh, an offshoot of anime. Pokemon. Hey. Um I I bought the uh, the DLC for Scarlet and Violet. Mm-hmm. That's the newest um, installment. Um, it's called the Teal Mask. You can literally play in a week. 
I played in a week. <laughs> um, but like, I love this because I mean, like, so like the the region right now is inspired by Spain. Oh. But we go back to like, like Asian inspired stuff. So like, there are rice fields. I'm just okay, like, oh, cute. My God, um, uh, and the main storyline is like, uh, I think like a. It's not a myth. Like, it's not a legend either. What's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of like a story that you, that is well known in Japan. Like a... A folk tale? A folk tale, yeah. yeah. So it's about, like, a kid who has, um, who has these three, like, um, animal sidekicks that help him defeat the ogre. Okay. So it's a really, really cute story. That's cute. But, like, they flip it on its, on its side. Okay. Um, so it's really fun. Um, number two... Uh, I've been listening, so I've been watching a lot of YouTube of just like music analysis because I'm a fucking nerd. What? Um, but like, there was one song that like this my, one of my favorite like uh, musician YouTubers. Um, he did an analysis on "Strangers by Nature" by Adele. Mm. It's in her. Um, it's in her thirty album, and it slaps. But it's so simple. Oh. Um, it's very ballad like. It's very old school. So think like. What's her name? Um, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like somewhere over the yeah. rainbow. Like it's kind of like that song, but the song is about just accepting. Okay. Um, like what you've done in your past relationships. <laughs> Sounds like the Tower all over again. Yeah, and I was just like, this is, this is like a release. It was so nice. And the Tower of good. Dick release. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just like it's so good. It's been stuck in my head. Like literally, I'd be driving, listening to a uh, an audiobook, mm. and I'm singing over the audiobook. Okay, now I need to get on this. It's good. It's good. We can play it later. Mm. Um, and then the last one, another music related thing. Um, I suggest y'all watch this too. So Yun Chan Lim is an 18 year old South Korean Ooh. who um, who not performed, competed in um, the Clyburn piano competition. And he played Rachmaninoff's um, Piano Concerto 3. Okay. It's really good. And a lot of people, even like musicians, like well-known yeah. classical musicians, are like, this is the best rendition of this Piano Concerto. By And like, it's by an 18-year-old. Like a lot of people have been saying like, Students who have like matured, like are, who are older, mm-hmm. have the technique because they're older and they have more mm. life experiences. But this eighteen-year-old beat all of like the like the masters of the craft. Damn. It is so good. It all is right. so good. We're gonna get Diana on the oh, board. Yay. Need analysis. Hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, um, my first. Recommendation is the couch console. It showed up in my Instagram um, targeted ads. And now that we have this new couch, like we don't really, we don't have room for a, a, a coffee table. Mm-hmm. So like in lieu of spilling shit all over our couch, um, we bought this or I bought this actually. Cause um, I'd been like 
really on the fence about buying it, but then I just went ahead and bought yeah. it while we were on vacation, <laughs> and then it delivered. Say that um, So it's this, like, boxy thing Ooh. that has, like, it has, like, a cup holder and, like, an armrest on it, and it's, like, modular. And it's it's one of the cup holders where, like, you can, like, tilt them and, like, yeah. your drink won't spill or whatever. Oh. But um, it's a little pricey, but... I think this is like is this an, it's an in- investment. <laughs> Stop it! You had me. <laughs> uh, y'all can try it out when you, whenever you come over. Cool, cool, cool. I'm I'm really into it. Um, it. My second um, recommendation is that the Promise has merch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you follow the Promise on Instagram, there's a link uh, through Bonfire, but there's mugs and T-shirts and hoodies. And um, so the money goes towards uh, all. There's the, hoodies now. Yes. So there's sweater, nice. uh, like ringer sweaters, um, hoodies, and t-shirts, and all the proceeds go towards all the work that do, that the promise does, like ID restoration um, and like care packages and stuff like that. Uh, and awesome. my third. Um, my third recommendation is this particular, uh, post, um, uh, Dimitri, oh my goodness, um, Dimitri Beauchamp on Instagram, who is a DJ who does those videos of like, you're at a, or when you're, you're at a wedding and the bride and groom, (gasps) Yes! So there's a, there's a Sailor Moon one. It's the best one. And, um. It's the best one. I mean. Maybe some of y'all have already seen this, but we'll drop a link. But it is so funny and so, so great. Good. So talented to mix yeah. that. Um, oh, that's a good wreck. I can't get over it. Um, <laughs> I said it's it's your it's your reception yeah. at your and Koi's uh, vow renewal. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me hire Dimitri. Uh, my first one is Mana Coffee. Um, they're next to Black Man Tattoo. Oh, so you did try it. So good. I've eaten a tamale on every Monday for the past month. <gasps> nice. Uh, it's really good. Okay, so um, it's mainly a Guatemalan community, um, but sometimes there's a Mexican tamale, so I got to choose between the uh, – or some days it's, like, one over the other tamale. Mm. And the difference with a Guatemalan tamale is that they use banana leaf. Mm. Yeah, so it's, like, a lot more husk. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just kind of like, ugh, it's so good. Um, Number two, rest your eyes from screen time. Mm -hmm. I was doing the most. And then I, once I brushed my teeth and I said, whoa, what happened to my (laughs) (laughs) eyes? Whoa. I'm possessed. Um, So, (laughs) cautionary tale for our listeners. Um, Lastly, draw fan art because, you know what, if nothing else, if you can't get the merch or whatever... You got you got that idea in your head, and just draw your sailor, um, queer art all the way. Mm-hmm. Make him do things. Give him <laughs> give straps. Him a, <laughs> give him straps. Give him a longer shirt, <laughs> a bigger sword, <laughs> and a day off. <laughs> um, that'll be my next zine. Is like giving Andrew a day off and the things he could do. In capitalism. Poor Andrew. (laughs) Anyways. That's all. That's all my Rex. That's it. That's it. All right. Let's sign off. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, this is Daniel. This is Nicole. And this is Jean. And this 
uh, podcast is to punish you in the name of the moon. Yeah! <laughs>